I'm talking about welcome back to Piss Jug, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> You're back for a brand new episode, baby. Just the Ramses. Piss Jug. Talking about a piss jug. Piss jug. Piss jug. Piss jug. Piss jug. Jug. What the f are you talking about here on the What's going on, everybody? Is that fish? I, I hope. I hope that was Trey Anastasio playing us in. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Piss Jug. Mama uh, said there'll be days like piss. There'll be days like piss. Mama said. So. We're back. We're a couple days late, but we have upgraded the studio. I'm talking a whole brand new setup. And it, things are just never going to be the same moving forward. Uh, so thank you to everyone who was bearing with us on the last episode where I had to uh, play a around nightmare. with nightmare audio that came from our hardware already pitched. So it already sounded like it ran through a whammy pedal that was left tilted forward slightly. That was terrible. So... Appreciate everyone's patience, but that was the last one like that. We're sounding good now. Sounded real sound good. Sound good. Thank you to Francis for helping us troubleshoot and get set up here uh, with the new studio rig. And we're here on a Saturday night. It is what September the seventeenth. Seventeenth. We're what? Yeah, we're watching the main event right now. Uh, Corey Sandhagen uh, is, is in the octagon with Herb Dean, and he's about to fight uh, Song Yadong. Am I saying that right? Saw your dong. Yep. Uh, song your dong. Nope. Song your dong. I think that's how you say right. it. You got it. We're watching the main event, and I piss juggers. I used to train at a gym in Colorado that Corey Sanhagen trained at, and it's pretty insane that this guy's five eleven and a half and one hundred and thirty five pounds. What a beast! Do you understand how long that is for one hundred and thirty five pounds? He's a long boy. That's for sure. Yeah. He's got some length to him. Yeah. So. Hell yeah, we're watching this main event in real time, everybody. So if you hear us react, you know, you're going to have to bear with us. But shit could get real. The The beep was off. That was the best part. Just going to leave it how it was. <laughs> Bump shit could get real. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we have a handful of things to go over tonight. Um, first of all, we're going to be watching this event in real time. Second of all, we all just got loaded on some seriously good food that oh, we're going to get into. yes. I mean, we're all, like, almost high from it. God. <laughs> yeah, I have, I'm have. i on a chicken high right now. Yeah, man. I, I'm barbacoa blessed. I had both the barbacoa and the chicken, and I'm fucking going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, Matt. When we, uh, when we pulled in for the podcast, he was shirtless in the carport, just doing circles, whipping a shirt <laughs> above his head, saying, piss, piss, piss. <laughs> I'm so full now, man. I can just take my shirt off and spin it around like a helicopter. Spin it. So, twirl it. We have that to get into. We got to talk about Six Flags because we teased the trip and then it's happening. But I have a uh, urgent update regarding Six Flags. We're going to talk about. Uh, what else? What else? What do we have on the docket? Uh, we oh the new Mars Volta album. We literally just listened to it before the pod. And and what about Ariel? Oh yeah, we're going to talk about the Little Mermaid controversy okay we're talking about people being real mad at disney over some things and we're all a little confused here at the jug but don't worry we're gonna try and clear the confusion a little bit but Corey sanhagen's currently uh 
got Song Yudong against the fence, and Song Yudong is reaching deep between those legs, almost to what you would call an oil check level. Yeah, now Corey's doing it back. Yeah, this is a it's a wrestling match, folks. Knuckle deep. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I saw something that was not even a joke today. Uh, there's a store at the mall now called Moose Knuckle. <laughs> I did. I saw that as well. Yeah. What mall? I don't know. We need to is investigate. It, Linux? It, it probably Linux. It seems like the mall where that would be. We're talking about the Linux Mall in Atlanta, Georgia, folks. It is a monolith of a place where people somehow get shot all the time. Yeah, one of the charges Young Thug got before any of the other ones that put him away was actually for threatening to blow up the Linux mall and <laughs> kill a security guard because they like, were trying to, like, stop him from doing something. <laughs> oh, Corey Sanhagen's getting backed up, y'all. Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll see. Back we'll see. Corey Van Halen. That's what he should be for Halloween. Yeah. I would do that if I were him. Those Mambas were great. Thank you, Hubs. Mm. You're very welcome, both of you guys. They are delicious. I uh, I haven't tried this yellow one though. I'm gonna try that. Hey, I'm I'm uh, loving the aftertaste it gave me, and I also have this cherry coke and uh, uh, Jameson. Which, by the way, it's per- you want to know something? I was schooled on by. I mean, this guy's dead. Can I talk about someone that's dead on the podcast? Talk about him. He's dead. Who cares? Okay. Which guy? He's dead. I had an art history teacher that was beloved at the school I went to that hit on me in the weirdest ways. And he was Irish. And he one time schooled me on how to properly pronounce commonly missaid words by Americans. And evidently Jameson and Whiskey, a com- oh, that's a really good take down my song, you know. Jameson Whiskey uh, in Ireland, is appropriately, I'm told, is, a, is pronounced Jameson. Well, I'm not going to start calling it James on. Me neither. It feels stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it feels totally stupid. But no, um, I'll tell the whole story. If you, you want to hear it. Yeah, go for it. About him hitting on you and fire everything? Fire it yeah, off. Yeah, I'll fire it off. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, Song Yudong has Corey Sanhagen's back. This is not good. He is trying to sink in a rear naked choke right now, folks. Uh, this is not a good spot. But the Sandman isn't going down without a fight. It looks like he's trying to reposition. He's trying to shed the backpack. Do you like how this story is just intermittently swapped with me talking about an older man inappropriately hitting on me while I was a student? <laughs> while we're watching shirtless grappling men. Yeah, man. <clears throat> All right. So I, I the first time I graduated college was like right after the first financial crisis. It was like the spring of 2009. So I mean, the bubble popped in like the fall of 2008. So the job market in 2009 was awful. So I was trying to get jobs in Boston and I couldn't get one. And... He offered me a job because he knew people at the Museum of Fine Arts. Sam Halen? No. <laughs> no, no. Someone else. Someone else. Corey Sandhagen's not a part of this story. Okay. You're talking about the dead guy. I'm talking about the dead guy. Uh, the dead guy. <laughs> the dead guy. Uh, and I'm going to call him that because I don't want to out him because yeah. people really like this person. Yeah. Uh, he told me I had to drop my resume off at his apartment. And at first I thought that like maybe, okay. Quote, quotation, resume. Yeah, right. So at first I thought he meant like in like the Dropbox or mailroom in his apartment. He's like, oh, you can walk back with me after class. So he like takes me up to his uh, apartment and he starts to show me like priceless pieces of art that he has because, you know, he's like one of the big wigs at the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. He has access to all kinds of crazy shit. So I'm like looking at all this art and it's cool. 
And then he puts a huge glass of whiskey in front of me. And he's like, What time of day? Like 4 p.m. Ooh. Yeah. So he tells me, like, you're supposed to, like, deeply inhale Irish whiskey before you drink it properly. Did he have an accent? Super th- Yeah, deep. Okay. Deep. So I know when someone's making an advance on me. Like, it's, an, it's a skill that I have equivalent to when I know I'm going to throw up. Both things I just know. I don't have to ask it. It's inevitable when it's going to happen. So this is one of those cases where I felt that. So what he, <laughs> what he did was he expected me to sip on that whiskey and hang out with him. And do you know what I did? Are you making an advance on me? That's what you said. The only time I've ever done this <laughs> in my life, I won gulped whiskey. Oh, the whole uh, thing. Slammed like, it. Yeah, ready to get out of here. Whew. Yep. So shots over. Let's go. I, I've never experienced before. Like what that's like. I so he Did lived you on, at least sniff it like he asked you to. Jameson. Yeah. So you were like Exactly. Because <laughs> I was trying to play along, but I wanted to get the fuck out of there. So he I did the deep inhale thing and then when I drank it, I think he was like concerned. And then what I did was like pretty much book it right away. He lived on the fourth or fifth floor of the apartment building that he lived on. By the time I made it to the bottom of the building and about three blocks up, I was hammered. Oh, I was Hammer. Yeah, I'm sure you ran down those stairs, got the blood flowing. Yep. I got probably the, almost the drunkest I've ever been. I would have sucked his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, Give I'm, me some James, son. Oh, Tony Hinchcliffe is there, y'all. Tony Hinchcliffe is at the UFC fights. He's cage side. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was the that was the beloved teacher I had in college. Dead. I'm not going to say his name, but he's dead. Dead guy's dick. Yeah. The dead guy tried to give it to me before he was dead. And uh, that is the job market of 2009. And you know what? 2022 is looking real similar, folks. <laughs> uh, speaking speaking of 2022 things, let's talk about a glimmer of hope we had that turned out to be, I'm not going to say a nightmare or even a bad dream, but just kind of a fever nap dream. Let's talk about the new Mars Volt album. Let's discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. Brother Brown, I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Well, I am a, I guess what you'd, what you'd say is a fan. Usually a fan of the Mars Volta. This one, it just didn't, um, I don't know. They played it safe. It was like a Marvel movie. <clears throat> Chrome said it reminded them of um, early 2000s, and I kind of agree with that. It reminded me of like Minus the Bear at some points, if you know who that is. It just, it didn't sound like anything was pushing anything forward in any way, shape, form, or direction. Yep. They played it safe, and they did a mellow album. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the amount of, like, vocal front music that I have patience for, um, like, I'm almost at a point where, like, if it's more than an EP of vocal music, uh, I think I'm kind of good. You know what I mean? Yeah, <clears throat> I got something for you. I see that over there. I'm seeing. I'm seeing an incoming. What is this? Like a blueberry Kit Kat? <laughs> Let's do this. Let's go. Hell yeah! I'm gonna do this. The, Pretty good. Tell me the flavor. I want you to try to guess. Okay. It looks blueberry. It's good. It's good. What it is? Oh, it's like a blueberry waffle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. This this blueberry Twix is, or Kit Kat is better than the Mars Volt album. <laughs> oh yeah, it's 
specifically Blueberry Muffin. Yeah. Um, we listened to the whole album, and I will say this. I shit all over this album a lot more when it was just the singles coming that were out. Now that I've heard the whole thing, I will redact some of my hate, and what I will say is this. They completely chose the wrong songs to feature off the mm-hmm. album, completely. And they have the wrong ratio of non-bangers to bangers. Yeah, it's opposite. Yeah. There's three pretty solid ones on that album. Should they have reduced the amount of songs on the album? Honestly, yeah. I'd have been cool with an EP with just, uh, you know, four, four or five songs. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, which I recently made that call for my uh, my own next project. The one I'm working on now. I'd scale that shit back. I was going to do 10. I got real with myself, and I was like, six is good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, people's attention span is legitimately shorter now. Like, I don't know, man. I think putting phones in people's pockets with all the music you've ever wanted to hear accessible at any time, it's done something to people with how they perceive music and its experiential value. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird thing. Sanhagen bleeding bad over there? It looks like both boys are bleeding in the octagon very badly. There's blood everywhere. Both <laughs> men appear to be battered. Anyone who doesn't watch UFC right now is like, ugh, of course. Yeah. Well, that's it, not what it's all about if you don't watch UFC. There's a lot. There's a lot to there's it. A lot and going on. It's, it's grappling young men. It's, you know, I feel like it's the most real sport that's analogous to where we are culturally. You know, people aren't on teams anymore. Out here, everyone's fighting for themselves, trying to get the belt. All my women independent, throw your hands up at me. <laughs> oh, something that's worth mentioning. Uh, Hobbs and I got to cover it a little bit because we watched it last weekend, and Brother Brown doesn't know about it. One, last weekend's UFC was lit. It was crazy. But there was a first last weekend in the Irene Aldana fight. Irene Aldana is a, a woman from Mexico who's like a killer boxer. She trained something no one's ever seen before. And she was fighting a woman who was much taller than her. Pretty evenly matched. The fight was going even. The taller woman looked like she was getting the better of the exchanges and knocked uh, Irene Aldana on the floor. Irene Aldana throws her foot up from the floor, kicks her in the... Uh, oh, kidney. the liver kick. Yeah, the liver kick. Yeah. And completely dropped her. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. First time that's been done in uh, combat history. And it was TKO, right? Yeah. Like she, yeah. Was, she was folded after that. Yep. She was done. Donezo. Shot well placed with the heel right on the liver. Song Yadong's eyebrow, his left eyebrow is split wide open and wide enough for them to cut the, uh, call this fight. Are they calling it? Uh, I think saying, they're going to have the doctor look at it. She. Yeah, he's already standing there. That's him right there. He looks like Jerry Springer. Yeah, he's ready to call it. He's going to let it go. What? See a brawl. When's the last time y'all saw Jerry? Ooh, that was nasty. What? When's the last time y'all saw Jerry Springer? What's going on with him? I don't know. I don't know nothing about the old Spring man. Me neither. What if they phased him in to be a UFC commentator? Oh man. <laughs> now Joshua, Joshua, listen. How does it make you feel that he's here, right across from you now? Joshua, how does it make you feel? Have him just do the interviews where they've been knocked out exclusively. Yeah, that's his sole job. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, okay. It looks like they're going to let him keep going. Uh, I hope. Let's see. I think 
Yeah, I think they're going to let it keep going. That's right. Yeah, let's do this. I think we're going to hear a real reaction on the air here, people. This fight is getting more of a response than the Mars Volta album did for me uh, for the non-rock-related songs. The rock-related tunes and the Latin tunes are pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Those were right, those are right on. All the songs that were like, I need you to hear me sing <laughs> double vocals, no harmony. Like, I'm good on that. I don't need that. But it's not what I wanted after such a long time. I wanted them to go back to the Psyche Prog stuff, and they played it safe. They did a Marvel movie. You mean you wanted them back on that? That's more kind of what we were wanting. This song, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Mars Volta, back with a brand new self-titled album. We've been away for a while, but we're back, and we've got brand new riffs. I want to hear you. Featuring a brand new lineup of Puerto Rican beach drummers. They're playing in the sand and we've got the footage. Featuring Trey Anastasio. The weird bassist from Fish that jumps on the trampoline. He might be there. The guy that wears a dress and plays a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I love that that's right when the music ended. Whole band's like, pause. <laughs> yeah. We're having fun, folks. We're having fun. Uh... Well, yeah, the fight has continued. These boys are just really banging it out. They're throwing oh, knees. They're close. throwing elbows. Sanhagen has the advantage, it appears, at this point in the bantamweight main event. We're in round three. I like how we're just flowing through this and kind of observing main main event uh, updates, and that's it. <laughs> Nothing else, really. But, so, yeah, Mars Volta. Well, moving on, let, do you guys want, want to talk about uh, everyone that's real upset at Disney? Yeah, let's get into that. Why is everyone so upset? Uh, one guy's opinion is that someone that deep in the sea wouldn't be have darker skin. And it's like, what well, wait, What but, scientific evidence are we talking wait, about? Wait. What mermaid evidence do <laughs> we have? We got to point it out what we're talking about first. Ariel from The Little Mermaid was recently portrayed by a black actress in the reboot. And people... Which, by the way, every Ariel I've met in my life has been a beautiful black lady. So it's like, a, it's already, it should have been a black lady the whole time. I just, Chloe or Hallie from Chloe and Hallie. Yeah. I don't understand what the hangup is in terms of casting. This doesn't seem like it, uh, again, mermaids aren't real. So Yeah, we'll, there's we'll, a fucking Jamaican crab in the, in the sea. If, you know, can we give a shout out to Sebastian? <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, Go he, on and peace the girl. Exactly, man. Uh, Sebastian, really here for Sebastian. One of my favorite sing-along animals ever, you know? Underrated. But I don't get why people are mad at it. Like, Disney has some other crazy shit. Like, what do y'all know about Walt Disney, like, deep cut facts? I know. I heard, I heard I some rumors. Some stuff that doesn't, doesn't necessarily, isn't true necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> so. I heard some things. You know the thing about his head? No. This very well could be like true in terms of it being stored. He was pretty convinced that reanimation was going to be possible of human life. So his head was taken from his body and cryogenically frozen. Oh, I thought it was his whole body. I didn't yeah, know. that's just okay. So 
Are you sure that this is true? Because that's one of the things that I don't know if that's necessarily true. I'm pretty sure that's true. We got to look this up, man. Yeah, hold on. We'll, I've uh, heard sexual abuse. I've heard Nazi stuff. Oh, he's anti-Semitic. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Yep, that's pretty widely known. He's racist. Uh, a little a lesser known fact, the guy that plays Napoleon Dynamite is in a movie with like Shia LaBeouf about Walt Disney. Or no, Joe Go- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Sometimes I mix them up. With the guy from Napoleon Dynamite? No, with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite's definitely in it. He's in. He's one of the people in it. And the other person's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I originally thought it was Shia LaBeouf. But to me, sometimes they're the same person. Go on and peace be good. Okay, I'm looking up the frozen head. <laughs> Is it true? Okay, I'm on Snopes. Okay, it's false. Yeah, it's false. Uh, I do think, I do believe, though, that maybe he thought, like, whatever you, whatever the phrase you use. Cryogenics. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that that or just preserving your your life in some way. I think that he thought that that was possible. I brought a guy uh, at work some fish one time that I had vacuum sealed, and he had never seen that before. And I brought it to him, and when I walked in, I gave him the pouch, and he had never seen it sucked in like that. And he was oh, like, yeah. "What the hell is this?" And I was like, "It's, it's vacuum sealed, man. It's like it's how you keep it fresh." He's like, "I love your cryogenic ass." Like it's not cry. I didn't freeze it. It's not cryogenic. It's you just, just go with it at that point, though. <laughs> I was you're just like, like, yeah, oh, thanks. I'm cry- my cryogenic ass. Just, just sti- vacuum seal it. <laughs> you know, if this vacuum seal makes you think of cryogenic ass, call me Mel Gibson in Forever Young. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut reference there. That's like a Mel Gibson movie when he was in a weird in between state of being an action star and someone they wanted you to consider a possible stepfather figure. By the way, it's about that time for the annual revisitation of the Mel Gibson voicemails. Yeah, man. I deserve to be blown uh, first. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's been cage side at several UFC main card events lately. If you watch the domestic events, yeah, he's back right, outside, right. huh? Yeah, he's at events. He's bearded. He's fully bearded. He looks. Mel a, Gibson is scared to come outside, dude. He looks a little different now. To where honestly, I think that's part of the reason why he's not as worried about going out. When you see him out at these fights, cage side. Bearded, sometimes sunglasses, sometimes not. White beard? Yeah, he's yeah, he's looking old. Can you guys still believe Alec Baldwin killed that lady on that movie <laughs> set? <laughs> oh my god. That's just been sinking in with me lately that like a a lot of people just moved on. He just straight up killed someone with a gun on a set and everyone like, ah, that's Alec. Oh man. Oh well. Yeah. He's he's had a lot of kids recently too. He, okay, so that is a I'm kinda glad you brought that up. Because there's a, there's actually a thread on our Discord, on the Curiel F Discord of someone that's keeping a watch on. You know his wife. You know they used a surrogate, and his wife has a fake baby bump. So they've been taking photos in public to make it look like she fakes everything. She was faking yeah. a Spanish accent for a while. <laughs> she's just like she's acting. She's pretending all the time, which you know, God love her. Like when Madonna got the British accent. Yeah, dude. How weird was that? She wasn't. It wasn't for a role. It wasn't for a character study. Nothing. No. People do weird things, man. But uh, but yeah. The, okay. So back to Disney for a second. Oh, that's a takedown. Uh, there is something about though, like when you're around p- 
people who have who speak a certain way, you do it can, does kind of rub off on you a little bit, but not like not like that much. Like you're not gonna like start talking like you're British. I wouldn't walk into the Pollo place tonight and be like, <laughs> "I'm from España. I love it, this Pollo." <laughs> Hey, you wouldn't just walk up there. Frijoles. It would have been great, too, because I think the person that like was taking our order had zero accent of any kind. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. She's she's the owner of the old taco truck. But this this place we went to used to be a taco truck exclusively, and they made enough money and got enough notoriety to get themselves a brick and mortar. God Kudos. Wait, Kudos to them. Wait, we're, we're going to get into this dinner once we once we'll smash through the rest of this Disney bit. Uh, uh, people are upset. It's dumb. Disney has a lot of stupid shit. Them and Marvel are responsible for a lot of the mediocre to bad content this fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Marvel enabled Ezra Miller. Disney uh, has sex offenders working in their child safe and education program. God. Yeah, they got busted in a sting operation in Orlando this past week. Damn, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so Disney is in hot water, too. You know what I mean? So them being everyone being upset at them over this, it's like let let's let the casting thing go. Maybe that's a non-issue, and you should focus on the trafficking of children that people are attempting to do as employees of the park. <laughs> Maybe that's a bigger issue. Let's suture that up for a second. Yeah, and I don't know. Like it doesn't take you that long anymore to be at one of those places and pretty much know that you're at a hellscape and that you've outgrown that place and time where being at places like that were fun. But switching gears, you guys ready for Six Flags? Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, we've got a we got a whole Six Flags bit. Haven't been there forever, dude. No, me neither. And it, it's probably a good thing that we go because there's some reports that their finances are doing horribly, and their future is uncertain. Uncertainty. Yeah, like the it's times a, we live in. It's one of the you know, it's one of those ones that. Makes me sad because I want them to do well, but you know, it's like. (laughs) I've been waiting to do it, man. Uh, But I pretty much think. Son of a bitch. Fright Fest might be one of our best times to go. Like we need to, we need to go and soak this up for the pissers so that we can really deliver the experience back. Because who knows if it's going to be around next year. Gotta soak up the spook while it's around. My buddy Alex, uh, his mom used to work for CNN, so they would have like Turner night, where Ted Turner would just pay to like rent out the whole Six Flags for just nothing but Turner employees and their families. And so we would get to go and like ride the roller coaster and just ride it like six times in a row, and like they would just let you go through. through Fuck yeah! Over and over. I lied about God to do that one night. God, it was awesome. I lied about God to do that. You did. I went to a church lock-in oh, yeah. of a denomination I was not. Nice. <laughs> so like Pentecostal. I don't even. I think it was. I think it was Methodist. And like a friend of mine who was went to a Methodist church was like, "Hey man, we're going to Six Flags." And like, uh, we're, we're, he made. We got to speak in tongues though. When when he, <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> but when he pitched it to me initially, one of the things he said was like, "My church rented it out." So I was like, because I knew how many people went to his church, and I was like, "That's not a lot of people." So what he failed to mention was his church threw in with like 45 other churches in the area. So we get to the park and it's as busy as it would normally be. But we're just there overnight. All Christians. Christians. (laughs) And I wasn't really into it. I was already kind of grown past that. 
You see, guys, the corkscrew is just like God. He's going to throw you little twists and turns in your life, and it's, so, it's up to you to overcome it and preach the power of Jesus Christ to others. Hey man, it was... And when you throw up, that's the devil releasing his poison. The Batman was a pretty new ride at the time. That's like how long ago this was. I'm surprised I let you ride that. I was probably... It's got a lot up. of satanic connotations in Batman. Batman, though, they turn their head to that because the kids need a good, clean hero. And what's good yeah. and clean more than a billionaire vigilante out in the streets going... Sorry, I was about to do Christian Bale and blow the mic out, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> that, to, inhale, that inhale was really epic. I was about to get in there, and I was about to be like... <laughs> Sorry. That was a little much. <laughs> you held it a little long. Yeah, but, you know, it's better than killing the killing the listeners. Uh, but, yeah, I think they called the fight, y'all. Stopped it. They stopped the fight. Corey Sanhagen has won the fight via doctor's stoppage. Song Yudong's eyelid is hanging off of his head. Corey Sanhagen. Why is he on his knees doing this? I think he was just t- really tired and catching oh. his breath for a second. Corey Sanhagen he's, wins he's via doctor's stoppage. He's upset for Song that, that he has to forfeit the fight because of that, I think. So he's like showing him respect. Yeah. There are hugs to be had. It is a good night for Sanhagen. Back onto the ladder he goes to keep climbing on his journey as a UFC bantamweight. Song Yudong, good luck on that eye heel, buddy. You did. It. You had a great fight. That'll heal up quick. Yeah. He'll be back in the gym in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I personally think he should drive a car as fast as possible tonight. <laughs> <laughs> after after a performance like that, blow off that extra speed. What would he listen to if he was... When he was driving on the freeway as fast as possible. I hope Rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> rhythm is a dancer. It's just a companion. Turn up in a hand and Get up in a joint. Get up in a joint. I love how I'm like that. Just, just like a ring modulator. That's sick. I'm not even scared about it, dog. Yeah, Sanhagen won, everybody. Uh, moving past Disney. All right, let's talk about this. Bro, we're going to Fright Fest. Episode will drop mid-October. Let's talk about this dinner. One of the one of the better ones I've had in recent history. <clears throat> the barbacoa. Yeah. So tender and juicy. Is it sweaty? This place normally has like two to three menu items to choose from. And when you first walk in, you're a little like, okay, uh, I guess. But then as soon as you taste it, you completely understand why they only do a few things. Yep. The barbacoa and on top of the rice with the, oh, and the juices got into the rice. Mm-hmm. The rice had the onions in it. Mm. And the guacamole was like, every bite of the guacamole was like, bam. Chips had big. Chunks of kosher salt on them or sea salt, whichever one. Yeah, very nice. Oh, the beans with the cotija cheese. Tortillas were perfect. Oh, man, the tortillas were perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah. And And there's only, like Chrome said, there's quarter bird, half a bird, whole bird, A. Mm -hmm. If you're from Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. Then they had had two birds, and then they just had sides. Guacamole, churros, and salsa. 
Churros were perfect, by the Keep way. Keep it simple. That's a, that's the plan right there. When you fucking make meat that good, you keep that shit simple, and you have some banger sides, maybe a nice little dessert here and there. We should mention the barbacoa was a special, so it might not be on the menu all the time. But we, we were Pollo Primo. So this Is that place what it's called? Was, I think so. Okay. It was a food truck. Well, Supremo Way was the food truck, so they I guess they changed their menu items to exclusively because they didn't have these chicken dishes at, on the food truck. All they had was tacos. Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. They had tacos, and then they had this quesadilla that was only cheese. But they had this really good uh, veggie taco that had sautéed mushrooms on it. You would not even think it's mushrooms. It tastes just like meat. It's delicious. This fucking chicken, dude, was so good. The outside of it like was like a nice, beautiful, dark color. Mm. Like so perfectly charred on the outside. The skin was nice and crispy. The inside was tender as fuck. Juicy. You could tell it had some pink parts from the smoke. <sighs> yeah. So you think you think it had smoke flavor? I didn't notice too much smoke flavor. I just noticed just deli- it was just delicious. It was delicious. It was very juicy, not dry at all. Um, I was gonna ask you guys if you thought the price point relative to the portion. I mean, I felt like I got more than delivered upon. Yeah, I spent thirty bucks and I still have a ton of rice, beans, a whole chicken thigh, guacamole, and chips left. I spent forty. But I wanted to try both the barbacoa and the chicken, so I got them both. And we both had alcoholic drinks. And I had a margarita. The margarita was nine bucks. Your margarita it was, was delicious. It was perfect, perfect. but it was delicious. Oh my I, god! Yeah, we didn't even talk about the margarita. The margarita One of the best awesome. I've had. That was a, a frozen, delicious margarita. If I'm being honest with you, can I say something? That nope. is the first legit mixed drink I've seen under fourteen or fifteen dollars in public. In a long time. So yeah. the fact it was yeah. only $9, that's pretty, you know, good on them. Like, everywhere I've been lately, seriously, every mixed drink is 14 and up. Did you feel a little buzz from it at all, or it wasn't no, very strong? No, definitely not. Like, okay. It wasn't very strong, but, but like, it was Taste. so good. Yeah, yeah, very good. I would have had two or three of those if we were going to stay there for a while. But well, we had maybe, to... Maybe just two. We had to get back so we could get into the piss. Yeah, we had to. We had to get on... Going with a piss. Yeah, I mean it's a big time of year. It is. Uh, it is. Everyone is back in school. That is, this much is true. And I've been looking at the local news stories of back to school stuff. And like, you know, one thing I see now that just for for everyone that's listening, we're all in our mid thirties recording this. So we all graduated high school in the early two thousands. And one thing I remember now, compared to then, back then if you were the kid that got into a fight with a teacher, not only were you the badass kid, you were the only person that did that in like a four to five year span. It was just not common. Yep. This this year already, I've read that like multiple teachers have been arrested for fighting with students. Multiple students have been arrested for fighting with teachers. Someone has been arrested in Riverdale for firebombing a teacher's house. Uh, coaches have been shot by exchanges of students fighting that have pistols. And it's like not we're not even October yet. <laughs> Damn. Damn almighty. People Don't that drive Uber have the most attacks. School teachers are next. Uber then drivers? police officers. How crazy is that? Police officers are third in line behind Uber drivers. People that drive late night. Yeah. They get attacked. Yeah, from the back seat. Yeah. Some guys just pissed and had it and drunk and blacked out and they just start swinging on the guy that's driving them home while the car's moving. Yeah. There's so many videos like that. It's it's disgusting. 
It's it's a really strange phenomenon of how many people so quickly got comfortable with someone being behind them in their own car. Yeah, I mean, it's a I, pretty weird that. thing when you really think about it. And imagine how many times it had to happen for them to install dash cams that film the back, the front, the side of their car because they have to document this shit. Cause it probably happens so often. And I'm sure Uber doesn't cover that. That's out of their own no, pocket. No, definitely not. They have Uber's like, sorry. Yeah. You got that pummel. shit happens when you're driving late at night. What do you want me to tell you? It's you're, like, what? With the, with the way you were dressed in your car, it looked like you were asking for it. <laughs> yeah, that's the role they would take. Um, well, yeah, man. Uh, back to school, I don't know. For me, it meant something a little different when I was younger. Now... I would be trying to get the hell home from school and, and trying to just chill at home and, and create a quality of life there. But I remembered always looking forward to the county fairs, getting outside because the weather is decent because Georgia stops being miserable around late September. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. It's going to be in the 90s next week, so you can, I guess, continue with the death rattle of summer thing you're doing. The bit you've had since well, August. You well, no, now, doing it. now it's back to school. <laughs> We're back to school now. Summer's dead. Summer's dead. Summer is. Uh, it's gonna be ninety next week, though. We that's what just you talked about the heat wave last week. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you call a hot flash. That's what you call a flare up. Okay. It's almost. We're gonna have another warm front, probably. E- I mean, easy. We're in. We're in a time of climate. Uh, let's just say instability, I- irregularities. Uh, but that you know, to me, that's it, it. Is what it is. You know what? Are, what are we gonna do? We're, we're, we're covered in piss. There's yeah. nothing you can do when you're covered in piss. No, and people don't want to stand around you. You, you think it's around. us and our cars that drive to the grocery store? No, it's giant corporations. It's their fault. It's not us. I have, you know, I have fond memories of how I spent time in the fall as a, as a kid, and I'm, I'm, I'm concerned for the kids going into this fall. Like, for real, what even, what even is trick-or-treating anymore? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Every year, my lights are off. Nobody's fucking home, bro. Even we're there, but nobody's fucking home. <laughs> do, do people ring doorbells? The do- yeah, all the time. But I'm not. Ring- I'm not going down. <clears throat> do you put a bucket of candy out front? Fuck no. What if you did that this year? I did that two years in a row, and, and within ten minutes, all the candy is gone. So I'm just like, well, there's no honor. There's no honor anymore. Yeah. When I was a kid and people did that, I would actually go up and take one piece of candy. I wasn't the kid that took the whole bucket. I got, I got an idea, guys. I got an idea. I have, this, I have the solution to your problem. We can get this to where Matt doesn't have to go to the door, and we can be fair, okay? We're going to go on Fiverr, and we're going to get someone to make us a mechanism where so, a kid can bring their smartphone, and if they scan a QR code, they can get administered one piece of candy from some kind of contraption that will allow the kid to go up and enter their code they get texted to them after they scan Oh, my the God. So they really want the candy. They have to go through some steps. They have to register through your app. They have to go to the app store. We are fucking Reese's. With your facial recognition, and we need your email address. I hand out the QR codes. One redemption for next year. Come back next year with your voucher. Come back next year after you. Give him a non-fungible token for Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. (laughs) No, you don't understand it. This one's minted. I'm gonna hand out pieces of candy corn, like literally one piece. Oh, that'd be good. Of candy corn. That's what they redeem with their QR. Whatever. Fuck kids. Fuck them kids. I mean, honestly, like if someone did that, I think it'd be like almost like performance art. That's genius. 
Well, and, you know, have some dignity and go to the nicer neighborhoods like we did as a kid. I didn't go trick-or-treating in my neighborhood. My neighborhood sucked. Yeah, I went to the nice pl- the nice houses where they could afford the actual full-size candy bars they'd hand out. You ever been to a neighborhood that nice and they hand out uh, full-size candy bro, bars? That's all we ever did. It's insane, nice dude. Bro, okay, let me, let me tell you about a place called the Polo Fields. I mean, you dressed up. That's where we went, the Polo Fields. So the yeah. Polo Fields, they had a house with one family that gave out fucking dollar bills. Holy shit. See, that's what I mean. I need that money, dude. <laughs> yeah. I need that money. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, So I have something else to say about oh, the, the polo fields, by the way, which why is he dressed like that? Dean Thomas is on the post-UFC thing, and he looks like he just did a sleepover with a bow tie. That's why is he wearing any of that? I hate on Dean, man. I love Wait, hold on. I do sleepover with a bow tie. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> look at everything he's wearing minus the bow tie. That all looks like comfort wear that you oh, might like okay. sleep or lounge. Sterling, look what he's wearing. Yeah, I mean... I'm, so here's the thing. I'm not going to hate looks on... like a goon. I don't hate on Dean as a person. It's just his fashion choices are very suspect. Mm. Very. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only person up there... Michael Chiesa looks like he's going to seat you at an Italian restaurant. Uh, he's the maitre d'. <laughs> yeah, he's the maitre d' about to ask, like, <laughs> you want a window or... <laughs> All right. So anyways, uh, getting back to... Hold on. I lost it. Where were we? Oh, man. I, I, this My mixed drink, my Coca-Cola... Uh, Cherry edit, edit this whole thing out. El Pollo edit Primo. We did a Pollo Primo. We made it there, man. We did Mars Volta. You had some story that you wanted oh, to Oh, yeah, save. no, the Polo Fields. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I got it. I got it. Okay, okay. Now, this is, a, this is a doozy. This might actually take up most of the rest of the episode. And Hobbs knows... Turn it off now, folks. Hob, Hobbs knows parts of this. I'm asking him to fill it in. Oh, shit. Yeah, this, this is, is a, this goes deep. Halloween story? At the polo field? It's not a no. It's not. A, it's, it's the polo field story. It's not Halloween. It's right. this person I used to go to the polo fields with. You know well that we're going to talk about. Okay. And I'm going to get the effect ready because it'll be a lot funnier if, if I do it that way. Uh, I'm talking about Jackson. Okay. So, um, Hobbs and I know a guy named Jackson. Uh, whose name is basically the same as a major guitar manufacturer and their model. So if you want to know what we're talking about, we're talking about and uh, is basically someone I used to hang out with a lot when I was in middle school. And he had a, a four-wheeler. And he lived in a trailer in the woods. And his mom worked at uh, Kids R Us. She was the first person I ever knew on workers' comp. Very first person. And she didn't work for a long time, did a, uh, did a lot of drugs, and would leave the trailer for days at a time. Like, I would go spend the night for a weekend, and she would just peace out on Friday night. We wouldn't see her. So we ran out of food a bunch of times. We went looking for Altoids one time. We just found a bunch of weed. <laughs> so, like, this place was lit, basically, is what I'm getting at. So one time we went to... Uh, we went, went to- looking for Altoids. is so funny. Yeah, man. I just need to eat some mints, man. I'll be good if I eat some mints. And there's no food here, but yeah. So we we got on the four wheeler and we went to the polo fields. And Hobbs, I'll have you jump in here in a minute because I'm getting to the head of where the story goes. Okay. But I used to get on a four wheeler and go to the polo fields, and we used to egg houses, toilet paper. We would put spam on the sides of cars. Nice. Let it like peel down. Sons of bitches. And we would put uh, anchovies and tuna and stuff in people's mailboxes and M80. That's why I'm glad I parked my shit in the garage, man. Yeah, no. So basically, uh, and myself were raining down complete havoc 
on everyone. So things ended up taking a turn for the worse for that particular person. Uh, and Hobbs knows what I'm talking about here. Uh, he basically made a lot of life choices that you could call mixed in judgment at best. And he went around and he started trying to slang uh, drugs around town to people. On the four-wheeler? No, I don't think he had the four-wheeler anymore. I think he had to sell it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Pretty smart. He was slanging drugs around town, but they weren't drugs. They were bags of pine straw. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> the robot thing actually keeps getting hit by my they're not going to know his name that's the important part here he basically later on went to prison for double man or for vehicular manslaughter of yeah. his uh, best friend uh, while having like a bunch of Xanax and driving so the point is here the polo fields had mixed results <laughs> <laughs> But if you wanted the you best, know you're fucked up when you get in a wreck and don't toss the drugs. That's you. I mean, you got to be just like completely gone. Yeah, he was. In order yeah. to wreck a car, wait for the cops to get there, and then get a possession charge is crazy. I, I don't think he was conscious. Oh well, that could be a possibility too. Yeah, I think when they found him, he was out. He took a ungodly amount before getting behind the wheel of a car. So, any anyways, the reason I bring all that up is uh, the polo fields, a place to unite. A place to trick or treat, a place to get single dollar bills handed out to you on Halloween. <laughs> but yet, there's a trailer with a guy with a four wheeler, and the mom's gone all the time in the polo fields. This is the nice part. Of right time? next to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a perimeter that gets bad. Yes. Okay. And he lived in said perimeter. See, the neighborhoods I'm talking about were all surrounded by not quite as nice neighborhoods, but still like there's some of the trickle down from the country club neighborhood got to those. Yeah. So you, any one of those you picked, you were getting some good shit. You could hit them all. Yeah. And it was weird because some of the people would be like thinking they would recognize you from the pool or from the basketball court, and you just kind of had to play it off like you were a sweet kid. Well, you know, we weren't supposed to be there. you have your parents with you? Uh, In the very, very early years we did that, but shortly, like probably by the time I was 10, I was going out by myself. We and our parents with us. We could go out. How old were you, though? I mean. Any age back then. You by could go without I your parents? For the most part. By the yeah. time I was like probably nine years old. I yeah, was I was about like, ten. Like by myself. Well, I mean with my, my other buddy or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, there were multiple buddies. I went to the polo fields a bunch of times. I cleaned up. We get it. You had a lot of friends, Hobbs. Okay? He's a popular <laughs> I was, guy. I, <laughs> I had a fr- yeah, I, had, so I had the best costume. I had a, a friend. Uh, I had a, another friend named... Uh, and he lived in the polo field. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> and Every time. He he was in the polo fields, and he was from, his, his family was from Pakistan. And they were always, like, so very nice and polite to me, but they were so mean to Neil in front of me. Their own son? Yes. And, uh, and <laughs> that was not intentional. I keep accidentally hitting the button. He was friends with Neil. Literally every time. <laughs> it's crazy. So one, one time he came over with the four-wheeler to pick <laughs> me and Neil up to go out and go, like, you know, roll houses and stuff. Because even though Neil lived in the polo fields, he still liked to vandalize it. <laughs> Which that... You're which, just saying his name. Shit. I didn't say his last name. Okay. Edit the beep sound over all of that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll edit. I'll do it in post. <laughs> I'll do it in post. Fuck it. So we'll do it live. So yeah, basically, he came over to uh, the dude man with the four wheeler came over to pick my other buddy up in the in the polo fields to go vandalize houses, and his parents caught us. What kind of vandalization? Just eggs and TP. Eggs, TP, spam. and M80s spam. Y'all fuck the cars <laughs> up. That's where the that's where it goes off the. Well, there's another part. There's another part here, and you've already made fun of me about this, but it does bear it does bear repeating on the podcast. Oh, the silver daddies. What are they called? Chromies. Chromies. I said silver daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hobbs, you know, you're about to learn something about me I don't think you've known. All right. For the record, Hobbs, how long have we known each other? Uh, like half our lives. 20 plus years. Yeah. Yeah. So Hobbs doesn't know this 20 about 20 plus, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We were 14, 15. I was 14 or 15 when we became friends. Yeah. yeah. I've known Fractal for 20 years. So here's here's the deal. Uh, Hobbs, you may think less of me, or you may just think this is funny ratchet shit. But but but, but check your tires when you go outside. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I used to have this habit when I was a kid, and it was from hanging out with bad kids. Take the little. I would take the silver caps from cars yeah. and their tires every time I'd go out to eat. So I would excuse myself to go to the bathroom, and I would run out to the parking lot. And I would steal cronies <laughs> from tires. <laughs> and I would get like a collection. What about the lame plastic ones? You'd leave you those alone. You'd leave those alone. you just take the nice ones. you just take the nice ones. And then like you would show it's them. It's time. You, you would like show them to your friends. You would bring them to school in a shitty sandwich bag. bag. Yeah. And yeah. be like, look, I got the Mercedes. There's like grease on them still. Yeah. It's like, they're like disgusting. And uh, some of the buds we were talking about were some of the people I did that with, but they were more hardcore than I was. And they were the kids that I knew that took it to the next level. And you know what I mean by that? Stealing the emblems off the off the hood, the hood ja- ornaments. Jaguar, Mercedes, they would rip that shit off. Yeah. yeah, they would straight rip it off. And, and that's and, not cheap to replace, and it's annoying. And it's, and it's just not. We got to reiterate, too, this was late preteens and early teens. You're not strong enough to rip that out on one pull. You got to work at you it. You have yeah. to work at it. So do that. Were without... they adhesive or were some of them bolted in? Oh, they're bolted. Yeah. So they're that just off. ruins the hood. And it sets the alarm off. So you Damn. can't do it discreetly. So I have That's been. That is ballsy. Yeah. I've been with a friend before. We went out to the parking lot to go get chromies and like during the meal. Secret chromie time. People found out their car was fucked with and they were really pissed and they didn't know who did it. And we what do you mean? To... They came back in the restaurant and noticed? Yeah, some people would go out to their car and like they'd be like, "Hey, we saw little kids running around." They were like, "With your tires, messing with your tires." And people <laughs> would be like looking for us. Oh God, how so, embarrassing! So Hobbs, I used to have a chromie collection, and uh, some of the people we were talking about earlier also had chromie collections. And where, we'll, did, where did they all end up? I oddly enough, if I look hard enough, I probably I probably have them in storage. Nice. I probably still have some chromies hanging around somewhere. I still have yeah. some pogs. I have pogs. Slammers. I have pogs. pogs downstairs. I got pogs downstairs that I got out of storage. Not fat ass white girls for your for you zoomers. I'm no, talking no, about no. pogs. Pogs. I'm talking about pogs. I, don't, I didn't even play the game. Did I you? Might, I just collect them because they looked cool. I might have pogs in the basement. Uh, yeah. It's, no, I played the game a couple times and then I would just we got in the collection phase. That's what it was about. Was the collection and the game wasn't that cool. 
It was kind of like a lot of people with Magic the Gathering. You wanted to collect them, but then when people started really playing, you're like, hey, hey, stop. Hey, c- <laughs> can we cool it out, please? Stop, stop that. I don't actually. Just like Pokemon with the jewels and the gems. It's like, can we put these up, please? Oh, this is embarrassing. Yo, this is gross. I'm so glad you just said something about Pokemon. You just triggered one of the things I was supposed to talk about. Nice. Reptile convention. There we go. Oh, my God. We weren't going to we were gonna let it go the whole time. Well, you and I didn't go. I went to a reptile convention today, uh, pretty close to my house, and it blew my mind. Uh, I heard about it on social media, and uh, Fran and myself and a couple friends went, and it was like 15 bucks to get in, which was honestly worth it. There were no less than 5,000 snakes there. Like, think about That's that. too many. Think about that for a second. 5,000. Uh, thousands of spiders. Hundreds of scorpions. I thought it was a reptile convention. Why were there? Because a lot of the people that do business with the reptiles also deal with other kind of exotic animals. So they'll bring everything. Took the opportunity. Yeah. And Even there, though it was centralized. And there, there was a piece of clothing there that was Pokemon related that you just have to know about. There was a guy who was walking around, probably in a gang, covered in tattoos where, like, he has set numbers tattooed on him. He has area codes, but then he also has, like, real crazy face and sideburn and throat tattoos. He was in it. He was like he was in the shit. Was it reptile skin? Scales? He had, he, no, he had a giant snake. He was carrying a giant snake around, and then he had a denim vest. It was an old denim vest with Charizard on, Damn. The, on the back of the denim vest, and it was, like, weathered. That's pretty hard. It was, yeah. It was hard. It's hard body. Yeah. So, was there a story from Florida as well? Man, there's always stories from uh, from Florida. There's a uh, going to and from Florida is always a trip. I, I had a couple Bucky's experiences. Uh, I went to a burrito spot in Florida where I met some super trashy kids that uh, were playing a drive-by shooting game, Meaning they go hang out in public and wait for their friends to roll up on them with a BB gun and, and participate in what looks like a real live drive-by <laughs> shooting to scare everyone around them. That was the game they were playing. That's pretty funny. He was 19 and had full teeth caps. Like he'd already blasted through his original teeth. Yep, that's methamphetamine. We used yeah. to do that with cap guns. We would take the cap gun, take the little orange thing off the cap gun. Yeah, or spray paint it black. And go up and people would be like, first! <laughs> and blast a few cap rounds. Bust a cap in their themselves. ass? You'd bust a cap in their ass? Basically. <coughs> so wrong. Yeah, when you think about it, it is like... Horrible kids. Yeah, it's pretty much the worst thing. I was a son of a bitch, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. I did some awful stuff because uh, you're learning, you know? You're figuring it out. You don't know everything right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay to make mistakes. I was in my neighborhood leaving my house, and it's the hood. And I'm in my car, and I got my windows down, and the old lady across the street comes out with her cane really slowly down the steps, and she's, like, flagging me down. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? So I kind of pull into her driveway so, so she is not walking in the street. And then she's like, I think I got some of your mail on accident. And I was like, oh, well, thank you so much. And I look at the... I look at who it's addressed to. It's it's from Lyft, like the you know, the car the rideshare company. And it's addressed to and I just look and I read it out loud and I'm like, 
Miguel de Leon Ortiz. And I just look at her and then she looks at me and then we both just start laughing really hard. And she's like, well, I don't know. I didn't want to assume. I didn't know. I, I, and I'm like, you think my name is Miguel de Leon Ortiz? And I was saying it like it was an accident. And like she was cracking up, dude. I was like, I'll just go recycle it. I'm going to the studio anyway. And she's like, okay, thank you. My, my, my neighbors think I'm hiding a woman in the basement. That's a funny accusation. I've been accused multiple times by multiple neighbors that I'm hiding an elderly woman in my basement. That's oh. fucking hilarious. Why would they think that? I don't know. I think one of my neighbors is senile, and I think she started the She's rumor. She's just telling everybody I around. think that's what happened. <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah. yeah, because here's the thing. When she was... I talked to the person that told me the rumor. I talked to the person that told me the rumor, and when I heard her describe to me how she talks to one of my cats through the window... And then I heard from another neighbor, someone described back to me what the she was told. It was almost the same conversation, but swap out cat with old lady. So, like, I she think... She thinks the cat is the old lady, and she's talking to the old lady through the window trying to save her. I think she just misspoke in a conversation, possibly, instead of being like, they got this, this like, little old cat down in the basement. But she said little old woman. Little old lady. And then, like, someone ran with it in there. So, I live in a neighborhood uh, where I'm, I'm younger than everyone, by uh, easily 20 to 30 years. Easy, maybe more. And I've had more than one neighbor roll up on me and be like, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you're part of the young white couple, right? And I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you're yeah, part of the young white couple. Like, yeah, we heard we heard you got you know some old elderly lady living with you in the basement. And I was like, no, man, just like two cats. <laughs> just yeah, two we cats. heard you uh, squatted in this old lady's house and took her hostage in the basement and only feed her crumbs. That's pr pretty much what they wanted to make it sound like. But uh, it's not true, man. It's just me and the cats. There's no, there's no need to, to 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 bring elderly women accusations into this. You guys have like a physical presence, you know, outside. You talk to people. You walk around here all, all the, the time. fucking time. Yep. You yep, talk to people when well, you. Well, yeah, but he leaves her time. in the basement. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, I he's like, I'm gonna go out for a stroll. You stay your ass down there. Mm. Yeah, maybe they think I'm like that one guy that built a false wall and kept someone hidden for thirty years. Yep. Have you seen the video of the dude like uh, walking around people's houses because he lives in their house and they don't know it? Yeah, he's like taking food out of their fridge and it, then going back in it, his hole. And it's, it's a phenomena. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing that. That's now. insane. Yeah, imagine checking your camera at work and you're just it's just a normal day and you see like someone walking around. And you're just like, oh, that would freak me out, dude. Well, a guy just got busted in Atlanta. A shirtless guy kicked in the door to a house. And took 150k in jewelry plus a other stuff, and when they listed out the whole th inventory, there was a detail that made me laugh. Everything they stole was top of the line, but then they mentioned the Charizard denim vest. They <laughs> they mentioned they mentioned the guitar, and it was uh, it was like the cheapest ESP LTD possible. So I just thought that was really funny that someone spent 150 grand in jewelry. It had an ESP LTD six-string electric guitar in their house. And the cops have no distinction on what a nice guitar is, so they're like... Well, not not everybody can have a and That's a make and model. I'm not kidding. Oh, okay. That's the joke. Okay. It's also the hint if anyone wanted to know that name. His name is Les Paul, folks. We figured it out. That's right. You guys got figured it. it you guys got it. The whole time it was Les Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Initials are SG. Yeah. But, yeah, man, uh, we'll be smashing Fright Fest soon. We got the the coming 
City Fair coming soon, so we will be checking that out. We got concert tickets recently. We're gonna go to a show this fall. Okay. Yes. Uh, do we do we tell them now? Or tell them. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You were right about the Dean Thomas outfit. It's awful. We're um we're gonna go see this band, whoever these guys are. We're gonna. Mm. Check them out this fall. Check me out now. Checking out the new speakers at Circuit City. Yeah. Or Best Buy. One in the big screen room. We're going to see. Meshuga. 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 We're gonna go see Meshuggah. I feel like we should have different. We should take turns with the roadcaster. We'll eventually. Rome's gonna beep out the entire episode from now on. We're gonna rotate. Hey man, I'm warming up. And then just say Neil without the beep. Yeah. Well, his his last name was left out. If anyone wants to look up every Neil that I've ever known in Polo Grounds, probably not that many. You know how big that neighborhood is? I don't. Polo Fields. At the time when we lived there, and we didn't live in the Polo Fields, but we lived in that part of Georgia, it was like 5,600 homes. Damn. Probably probably lots of children. Yep. It's boomers. They had a lot of kids. Loads. Two different high schools. Lots of loads running around. <laughs> a bunch of loads came to life. Two, two different high schools to serve the neighborhood. That's crazy. Yeah. Were they both private? No. Okay. No, they were just the rich high schools. See, the neighborhoods I went to were the, the, the kids only went to private school. The private school in our area was just for Christians, I think. Pretty sure that's how it was, but then we lived up there. And then the school that sounded like it would be a Christian school was for the badasses. It was called Crossroads. <laughs> and I'm going to miss everybody. I'm going to piss everybody. For the hardest kids. I'm going to miss everybody. Damn, I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> well, guys, I think we've done it. How long have we done? We're at a little over an hour. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're going to get ready to fucking call it. Okay? It's time to wind down. There's so many fun effects. We're going to make our own, too. I'm just playing with the soundboard, and it's time for the end of the episode. <laughs> that sound effect never sounds like the end of something. But this one does. <laughs> uh, I tell you, well, let's talk ourselves out over this music bed, and then it's our theme music's going to come on after that. So it's going to be great for the listener. They're going to get a nice audio bath. Yeah. Okay, let's cue it in. All right, guys. Thank you. Well, for thank everyone for tuning in to Piss Jug tonight. Catch <laughs> us next week with Monochromous Wetsuit, Matt Hobbs, and Brother Brown for a brand new episode of Piss Jug. Bye.